clock, ain't gotta worry about what's in my safe. When I lock it, rush the road that I take. When I make it the This week on the Indie Wave Podcast. His roots are in Michigan, his soul is in Cali, and his sights are being the greatest. This week on the Indie Wave, we'll talk with Philly Black. That's at 2 p.m. on Tuesday, only on the Indie Wave Podcast. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Look. Okay, the mirror never lie. You gotta look a bit closer. Ask yourself. Hey, I'm all Coming up today on the Indie Wave Podcast. He's all about great music and good works as he endeavors to persevere in the Indie Wave music movement. We'll talk with Iris Colton today on the Indie Wave Podcast. I'm so sick of what I just heard. There's a disease going around, spread the word six feet away. <laughs> the Indie Wave Podcast. That sailing guy. That sailing guy, also known as Christopher German. In partnership with Glacier FM and broadcasting from the birthplace of brunch, Aberdeen, Washington. Welcome to Indie Wave Podcast. Welcome to the Indie Wave Podcast. I'm your host, That Sailing Guy. Now, if you've never caught an episode of this show before, we are not your usual podcast. That's because this podcast has a musical bend with a distinct political agenda, promoting the independent artists of the world. We take a half hour each week to share another indie recording artist who has been vetted and recommended to us by Glacier FM and spend anywhere from a few minutes to a quarter of an hour getting to know them and the rest of the time sharing their music. And this week, we have a gentleman who has his head screwed on right because he isn't just about the fame and the glory. He's also doing good works in his community. Iris Colton, a favorite of the Glacier FM music gods and an all-around great guy, has a bit of a different take on why he's doing what he's doing. And in this first clip of his music, we will be sharing with you, you'll notice, a big sign next to him in the video. Now take note of that sign, because it's not a signboard for his music, and it's not accident that it's there. It's one of his favorite charities, Homeward Bound a nonprofit dedicated to rehoming animals based in New Jersey, and he chose to promote that charity in a series of videos he shot on his music. Now, I'm not saying he is going to be sainted for his efforts because he does get something out of it too. He gets a place to share his work and an add-in benefit of giving new eyes and ears a chance to hear him. And that's just really smart, after all. And if you're thinking about ways to get your music into the new venues, then this is the episode you need to hear because it should give you some very new ideas about how to market your music and how to get more fans. But before we get to the interview, why don't we have a listen to the music of Iris Colton? This song is called The Love October Bill, and it made huge waves over at Glacier FM, and I think you're going to love it. Now, Maestro, hit it.
to take me home won't let you be alone how far must i go to see all the pain you traveled with your heart is my gift can you save your Well, folks, today we have a really cool guy that I've been following all over the internet right now. He's uh, he's he's, he's kind of new to the scene, and quite frankly, uh, some of his work is way more um, level-headed and even-keeled. And quite frankly, I think it's uh, it's a nice little uh, it's a warm hug of, of 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 some music if you want to listen to his stuff. It's very chill, but it's also got some great messaging to it. And that's what he's here today to talk about is the messaging behind his music. And uh, he's on Glacier FM right now. And he's up and coming on the charts, and he's going to do really, really well someday. So we're glad we got him here first, because uh, we're doing all kinds of amazing things with artists that just just haven't been found by the rest of the world, and now they're being found on the indie wave. And today we have Iris Colton. Iris, come on on the screen here. Let's see your face. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Let's let's get this whole thing going, shall we? Yes, sir. How's it going? It's going very, very well. So so tell me about where you're from. What do you do? How did you get into all this stuff? Let's start at the very beginning, shall we? Great. So I am from South Jersey in Blackwood, uh, New Jersey area, for those who aren't familiar. Um, I started playing music when I was around 10 years old, but never really released anything. Just kind of had all this stuff stored away, kind of like locked in a closet. And then um, just decided it was the right time to put some stuff out there and got pretty good traction with it. But that didn't happen for a few years where I was able to put anything out. I didn't have the the capability to the technology that I wanted to do with the music at the time when I was younger, wasn't there. I didn't know how to get the foot in the game, so to speak, but um, had a lot of help and definitely trial and error. So, I mean, took me a few years to really release something, but once it got out there, it was like, okay, this is how you do it. This is how you ride the bike. So, well, well, and that it's, it's, I'm glad you bring that point up. Because so many of our artists that we have on this channel have 
been waiting for years and years for the for the technology and the tools and the resources to be able to come together to be able to match up with where they want to be. And that's one of the things that's making the indie wave possible now is the fact that you know the technology is there. Everybody can turn the. I mean, I'm working from my home studio. Everybody can work from a home studio. Everybody can put their stuff out streaming on online, and it's you don't have to go through a producing company anymore. Uh, how I'm glad you bring all that stuff up because it sounds like you're you're really taking advantage of the quote unquote indie wave. Yeah, definitely for sure. I am. I had um, really no help in the beginning. It was kind of just me, myself, and I. And writing music became a hobby and just a way and outlet to voice how I was feeling at the time or maybe how someone else was feeling but didn't know how to voice it and or maybe how we were all feeling um but I found a way that with a simple guitar and a computer um you can really play around with it and learn it on your own yeah there's things like YouTube there's tutorials but trial and error on your own is usually the best way to get started just so you know what you like because when it comes down to it if no one else likes it, if you like it, that's that's where it starts. That's how you can get one foot into knowing what you want to do is if you like it. Well, well, um, the the song that we just featured for you um, is called the, "the The Love That October Built." Um, that was that was it, it, you've got you got a clip on YouTube, which is is really it's it's a it's a very warm, embracing song. I, I really I think you know you you you're not really. I don't know how the best way to put it, but but to say is it's 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 it it's really kind of very embracing and warm and tender and quite frankly, I think it's very soulful music that you put out there. And you know, I think it, you're going to go really far with this stuff because I think it's 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 just so approachable. It's very consumable. It's very it's very digestible music that you're putting out there, and you're doing this all from your home, right? That is correct. Um, I will say that that song itself, uh, I wrote over the course of a few months um tweaking it here and there and then played it in my you know office space recorded it there and then that i did take to a uh a uh recording studio with a producer who is pretty well known in movie industry and um worked with him a bit and all we really did was just layered which i didn't have in my original song was just layering the background vocals with multiple guitar tracks and I was kind of listening like okay it sounds it sounds really good but what did you do and he just kind of looked at me like we layered it like multiple vocal tracks eight vocal tracks you know six guitar tracks I was like I've never even thought of that and then released that version of the song and then I still had this demo of the song and I was like I like it but now I know the layering technique and the layering secret let me do that on my own. And then uh, I released that March 24th and then um, October 13th, that same year, I had about six, seven songs else written and just did it all from home. And uh-huh. I've been doing that ever since. Well, well, how did you, how did you meet up with the, with the producer that would you worked for there? I, I, I didn't know that, but um, you know, how have you been, have been networking? How have you been getting, getting your, so, your connections? Yeah, that, that kind of happened with, um, I was looking for a recording studio just for the vocal track part of it because I didn't, I have a microphone in my studio at home and wasn't liking the sound I was getting from it, but didn't know what sound I would like. So I almost wanted to demo some different microphones, but I was like, a recording studio would know exactly what I'm looking for. Um, And then there happened to be a recording studio less than 10 miles away from where I currently live. And it just so happened that he 
worked on a couple different things for the Rugrats movie. I don't know if you remember that mm-hmm. back in like 2002, did some songs on that, did a couple of remixes on dance playlists and uh, it was great, but it wasn't like he really, uh, it didn't catapult me at all. It didn't like, I had this connection with a producer and it skyrocketed. It just happened to be that he was a producer for bigger things in a studio that was local to me. So yeah. for those who are listening, if you live in an area where you don't have a recording studio, you don't have a producer who was in, you know, Nickelodeon movies or anything, don't don't worry about any of that. Just work on your own first. Cause going back, I think that's what I would have wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and done some more trial and error. But ever since then I've been I've been on my own doing it. Well, the whole reason why we got connected was through Glacier FM. And yeah. they said, you know, you got to talk to this guy. He's doing really well on the, the circulation right now. And it's with the song that we just played for you. Um, but you have a whole bunch of different tracks out there. And you're you're actually you're you're quite prolific in what you're putting out there. Um, so so tell me about, you know, what what do you have going on right now with your streaming, with your marketing? How, how are you getting yourself found out there? So uh, a couple months back, almost close to a year, I did a. Um, a virtual a virtual concert and um that really helped a lot um that i went to a studio for and recorded it and then um left that on youtube and everything got some likes and stuff like that and got passed around so that i use that for uh, almost like a portfolio so mm-hmm. when i go on and look on different sites or different clubs or different venues i'm looking to play i have a portfolio I think that's one of the biggest things, the biggest advantages in today's world. You know, back then it was you get a cassette tape with the names on the back of the track and that you hand it to the you know, the DJ and say, hey, if you or the bouncer at the club and say, hey, I would like to perform here. Here's my song list. Nowadays, you can just send them a link. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very helpful. So that's having that on helps out a lot between that's one way of marketing. Anyone asks, Yo, what kind of music do you write? What do you what do you sound like? Send them a link, whether that's Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, even anything you can do to get yourself out there. And for me personally, number one, I think one of the biggest things um, would be merchandising. And that doesn't always just mean your songs and like send them out and stuff like that. But between the shirts, between hats, uh, anything you can think of, even if it's just like, handing them out you get them made you're gonna you might spend some money but handing them out helping out yourself i mean in this kind of industry you got to kind of feel that you should love yourself too and respectfully put yourself out there a little bit so for me personally it's you know between digital marketing between merchandising getting in contact with people through instagram facebook talking to people through the wave i mean you just gotta you just, you just got to try it out for yourself and see where it takes you. You never know. Well, it's it's funny you, you bring up this merchandising thing because that's something I'm finding a lot of the different artists we've had on here are now really pushing towards. Um, particularly, we had Katie Bell on a couple weeks ago who was on American Idol. And she said, you know, nine-tenths of her business right now is, is creating merch and getting people to buy her T-shirts and getting people to support her in those forms. And by by purchasing those things, they're helping funding the music and it's all working out. How are you working with all that stuff? How's that working for you? It's going well. It is. Um, I think that the first thing that when I first started, I was going to, you know, customink.com and I was just kind of making it myself. And then I feel like that was way too much money for me. So I was going to the, my local mall 
and screen printing on, you know, my own logo and stuff. But the first thing that I'm finding helped out the most in this whole journey was getting my own website. Mm -hmm. And that way you can do as many products as you want, however you want to do them and design them how you want. You can make the website how you want. Um, I mean, at least four to six times a year now, I'm changing up what I have on the site between designs. Um, and I'm always finding better quality material. Um, I mean, I use like a tri-blend material for the t-shirt, so it's super soft. Uh, the hoodies are the best material I've had that don't shrink. I mean, that's stuff that you really need to look at when you're looking at merchandising. Don't just go for the regular brand that you find in your local, uh, you know, just Walmart or any kind of store like that, because you're going to have issues. You're going to have, you know, productivity fails here and there. Yeah. So it's trial and error with that. But well, 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 don't 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 just tickle me, man. Tell me what the website is. What's the website? <laughs> you can go to uh, iriscolton.com and okay. anything on there. I um, I I also I I find it very helpful when you help out local communities as well. So I mean, you're benefiting yourself because I mean, you gotta let's be honest, you gotta make money somehow in this industry. But also helping out the people around you. I uh, I always do a lot of charitable work with Homeward Bound, which is actually a uh, animal shelter um, across you know streets from me, kind of in the same lake as me, as you would say. And uh, most of the time, when there's stuff going on, there might be discount codes or even giveaways and stuff like that on the site. And the the stuff I get from that site, actually, part of it does go to charitable stuff like Homeward Bound or other organizations that I've worked with. I noticed so, the, the video you put up on YouTube uh, for um, the, the love that uh, love in October song um, that you have prominently displayed in that video. You have the homeward bound uh, billboard in there. Yeah. They helped sponsor it. That was great. Um, they, it's such a great place there. I've, I mean, I, I love animals and uh, me and my family have gotten pets from safe pets from there all the time, but it's a, it's a great place. And I just found that they're the most humble people and they definitely need help as a lot of animal shelters do. So anything you can get, I mean, that's something a lot of people don't think of is, well, how do I get my name out there? How do I do this? Talk to people, talk to your local animal shelters, talk to your local food bank drives, even festivals that might be coming up, but the weather's getting nicer. I mean, ask around, see if you can play a show or let them listen to your music, whatever it takes. I mean, it, it's not just to benefit you, but also someone else. I found that one time I was uh, going to go off a little bit here, but I was um, speaking to someone uh, in a mall in Pennsylvania and he was, we just happened to be waiting for our food in line. He was telling me, he was kind of going off saying he was having a hard time in his life. And I was like, sounds like the song I just wrote. And he kind of looked at me and was like, what song? He listened to it and he's like, dude, I'm like tearing up. It's exactly what's going on right now. Thank you. And it's not like I changed his life, but stuff like that. You never know where music can come and play and help. So you never know. Ask around, see if you can perform places, get your name out there. Whatever your message is, someone else might have the same message, but don't know how to voice it. Well, and, and I'm, I'm glad you're bringing it up because that's that's one of the the big takeaways, I think, that we're, we're getting from all the different conversations we're having on this show, which is to say it has to be a multi-level channel marketing thing. You can't just expect to get your YouTube found. You can't just expect to get your Spotify download uh, downloads up. You have to be 
showing up and doing good things in the community. You have to be networking. You have to be hitting all of the levels all the time to really get the impact that you want to get and to meet the people that you need to meet in order to be able to be a success in this business. Isn't it right? Of course. Of course. Well, I'm glad you're on the podcast then, because that's a whole nother way that we're going to hopefully reach some other people here. But as I like to do with every every conversation I do, I um, I every conversation I have on here is I like to finish the uh, podcast with a song. And one of the songs I really liked for years, and I, I'm going to screw up the name, um, but it's All Hallows Eve. What, what's the what's the uh, Salham? How, how do you say that? Uh, Sam Hain. Yes, Sam Hain. So so yes. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that now, and um, it's called Al Hall Al Even, and it's it's a really I like I said it's a it's a loving, charitable, wonderful music, and it seems like you have a good heart in yourself, sir. So thank you so much for doing the work that you're doing, and thank you for paying it forward, and thank you for sharing your music with us. Of course, anytime. Happy to have me. Well, Iris Colton, you want to check him out. IrisColton.com will get all the stuff that you need to buy to help support this guy because he's doing a lot of great works out there and he's putting some wonderful music out. So before we go any further, let's listen to Sahayam All Hallows Eve by Iris Colton coming up right now. I'm Christopher German, host of the Indie Wave podcast, broadcasting from here in Aberdeen, Washington. I've created some pretty amazing podcasts and founded some incredible businesses over the years. The thing that made my entrepreneurial efforts a success was the fact that my brands were ubiquitous. That means you could find them everywhere. Now, I know that owning a business in Grace Harbor can be a challenge. Getting customers to notice you is ever important, and the best way I can help you do that is to help you create a video that explains to your customers around the world what it is you do and how your service or product is important to their needs. Now, it's not expensive like radio or TV advertising, and all you have to do is use the tools that are at your very fingertips along with the podcast we create to make your business a success. And all you have to do that is make the video, and that's where I can help. I will create a promotional video for your business that meets your needs and fits inside your budget so that you too can make your business ubiquitous. All you have to do is message me today to get started. I offer free consultation and I can offer a full line of services to help you grow your social media presence and get you more business. All you have to do is call 252-617-3792 or email me at info at thechartedlife.net. Aberdeen, let's grow together and let's make the city of Aberdeen
takeaway, I want to echo some of the points Iris brought up in his interview. Networking can come in all shapes and sizes. You can tour all the clubs in your town and hand out MP3s of your music to everyone. You can sell shirts with your band name on it and give one away per week until you have a thousand downloads of your song. But what Mr. Colton is doing, I think, has a very unique benefit. He's doing good while growing his fan base. We all have a charity in our community that we believe in. Feeding the homeless, supporting domestic abuse victims, rehoming unwanted cats. There are hundreds of really caring people out there in each of our towns and cities who are doing hundreds of amazing good deeds and could use our help. Contact them and offer to play for a charity event one night at a local bar. All your fans will show up and who knows, you might need a few more there while you're playing. Play at an event your charity is hosting and give their fundraiser a special taste of your brand of music. Every nonprofit needs a helping hand in whichever way you can support them. And as an artist, you can get the double benefit of growing your fan base, doing something good for your fellow man at the same time. And that's a win-win we could all get behind. And that's the takeaway for this week. Well, the party's over for this week. I do hope you enjoyed Iris Colton. You can check him out at iriscolton.com. You can also check out his charity at homewardboundnj.org. Big thanks to Mr. Colton for allowing us to visit for a while, and huge thanks goes to Glacier FM for making the introduction. And since we're thanking people right now, I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to this show. If you liked it, hit that subscribe button and share this episode with your friends. We had a huge week for subscribers, up some 150 in the last five days, and that's all thanks to our crack staff of promoters. Big special thanks goes to Mohammed Mombasar for all his hard work and SEO expertise. If you need a guy to get your YouTube channel in check, you can get him at cladposter24hour at gmail.com or by checking him out at mdmombasar on LinkedIn. You'll find a great review I did about him on my page at that sailing guy on LinkedIn as well. We'll see you again next week at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesdays with a brand new episode, so tune in. Remember, do good, have fun, and sail far. For an Indie Wave podcast, I'm that sailing guy. Indie Wave podcast is all about good music. Rock to reggae, hip-hop, metal, folk, alternative, country, you name it. 
We work with Glacier FM to bring you the best and brightest new stars from the indie music scene and share the sounds you will never, ever hear on commercial radio. We're always looking for new talent. And if you have a band or sound that needs to reach a new audience, we want to hear it. Submit a clip of your album or single to Glacier Music Radio at yahoo.com or send your track to me at thatsailingguy.com and I'll have a listen and share it with the folks over at Glacier FM. We're all about good music, and if you have a cut we need to hear, share it with us today. Mm-hmm. 